You are listening to the Simple and Seamless Sales Podcast. And if you vibe with empowering, effortless, and exciting sales, this is the space for you. We are talking how to de-ickify sales. I am on a mission to show you that you can sell absolutely anything and you get to enjoy the way that you do. So excited to support you. Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of the Simple and Seamless Sales Podcast. I'm so excited for this one. I am celebrating my business birthday. It was actually yesterday, but (laughs) we're not gonna talk about that. And I'm just so excited because I've been in this space for three years and I wanted to share some of the most powerful lessons that I've learned being in this space for three years. I have a marketing background and you know, I've, I've been a life coach, but there's been so much knowledge and so much information and so much aha moments that I've had for myself that I really, really want you to integrate and embody yourself because this is honestly what has made, I wouldn't say made a break in my business, but what has really shifted how I run my business and ultimately deepened my own self-trust and really grown to trust my word and trust my business and trust money and, and trust all the sales, like all those different things that I think are really important that aren't quite talked about in this space. And so I want to take this as, as an invitation for you to sit with me and, you know, grab a matcha latte, grab your chai, grab a glass of wine, and we're just going to sit and have a real conversation about the space, my journey, all the different things that I've gone through, my own investment stories, all the different things, but ultimately giving you the knowledge and the know-how of what I wish I knew when I got into business, when I started growing my business, there's been multiple points inside of my business and I'm continuing to grow. And I honestly feel like I'm just getting started (laughs) three years in. And that feeling never quite goes away. It's always about this like continual evolution and growth. And we're going to have a big conversation around that. So the number one thing that I want to share is first like, hello, (laughs) who am I? Hi, I'm Lexi. I am your host. I am a sales and energetics mentor. And I want to clarify what the hell that actually means. And specifically why I'm so passionate about sales, because I used to be like the most anti-sales, like super icked out person about sales. And I always felt like, oh that was something I didn't want to do, but I run a business. So I literally couldn't escape it, you know? So essentially what sales and energetics really means to me is the balance of both masculine and feminine inside of your business, instead of growing your business. So sales is what I think of as the strategic, the foundation of the evolution of your business, specifically in how you run things, how you operate your business, how you grow, how you sell and build your business, right? Like sales is obviously the, a lot of people call the lifeline, but I I think of it more as just, this is the direct result of the output of your business, right? So when we look at sales, not as like the final outcome, the final result, but more so of the combination of things and parts of your identity that you have cultivated to have sales. So when I think about it, like what I mean by that is I've had times where I've had the most amount of money and the most amount of sales in like a week span. But what I was most proud of, and it took me some time to really integrate this was it wasn't the fact that I had the sale. It was the person I became to make that sale, to have that sale, to quote unquote, sign the client. It's not about just the money or the sales of the clients. It's looking at the person you're becoming and having the sale and having the clients and having those wins. And this is huge because for the longest time, I always thought sales was like the thing, the be all end all of my business. If I didn't make a sale every single day, I was a fraud. I was a failure. And granted, there are business models that have that and it's super vibey and it's amazing to make sales daily. But also there are times when it's been silent. There have been times of slower sales seasons. There have been times of questioning and inner doubt and 
you know, deepening emotional intelligence. And this is the side that I don't think a lot of people talk about within sales is sales truly is an activation of your own growth. And so you'll hear me often talk about how inner growth is business expansion, because the more you grow, the more you're willing to grow and evolve and commit to deepening the work on yourself, the more your business grows, like it's inevitable, right? Your confidence, your certainty, your emotional intelligence, as that deepens, the work in your business gets lighter. And so when I talk about the energetics, this is, this is coming full circle to the energetic side of things, is the way in which you do something, the presence, the intention, the energy you have behind the strategy, the execution, the thing, the task is more important than the thing, the task itself. And this is my biggest lesson that I impart to you <laughs> is that there isn't one way or a single way to grow your business, to make sales, to do the things. There is only the the right way or the wrong way for you. There's so much talk about like, there's a right or wrong way to do something, to grow your business, to make sales, to market. And that's simply not true. I want you to see, and this is something that has really come across, especially in this industry now, is you'll literally go through a scroll on Instagram and you'll see one post that's like, this is not the right thing to do. And then two posts under, you'll hear, this is the right thing to do. And it's the same thing. <laughs> like, and obviously there's a deeper conversation we could have about like the pressure and the here's what to do, here's what not to do, all of that. But what I want you to see underneath that is there's duality in this space. And there's so many opportunities for growth and so many opportunities for discernment. And discernment is going to be your best freaking friend when it comes to how you want to grow and operate your business. When I think about it this way, I think about it in the sense of what is actually resonating with me and what isn't and looking at the parts of us that are not really liking what we see and maybe are in a disagreement or maybe don't vibe with that or maybe don't align with that. And you get to have your opinions and thoughts and beliefs and feelings and, and that's all valid. And also other people get to have that as well. And that doesn't mean that either one of you is wrong. And I think this is something that's so big. For example, I talk a lot about attraction content marketing and how I used to do Legion and I don't do Legion anymore. And more of that's through my content. And I also have friends in the space who do, right? And like, it, it does not mean anything. There is no beef. There is no nothing about that. It's simply that we have our own style and our own way of doing things that work really well for us. And we enhance that and do that in our own way. So I think the biggest thing here is that it's not like coach bashing or that kind of energy, if you see something that works really well for someone and they're really claiming that and you see something else that works really well for someone and they're really claiming that, right? Like that's a different energy. It's not like they're saying that's the right or wrong thing to do. That's a different energy, but it's saying that there is a right way for you. And that's what I really embody. And that's what I really practice and preach is that I've had many iterations in my business where I felt like I had to do things in a certain way. And it's just like, oh, that's not the truth. Like I remember when I got into this space, and I'll give you the background <laughs> context, but I really want to drive this home further is I remember thinking I had to sell with sales calls and I wanted to sell high ticket. And I was like, Oh my God, I have to do sales calls. I have to get them on the call. I have to do the, I didn't like that. I did not vibe with that. That was just not my energy. That wasn't like how I wanted to do things. So I started selling in the DMS without really knowing what to do without really having much guidance. I was just following how, how it all happened. And specifically I was having a conversation with someone I was actually in a program with at the time we were having a chat, we were exchanging, you know, questions about marketing, and I was supporting her in that. And I was like, you know what, would you like to work together? Because we can go deeper on that in, in this conversation, you know. And so she actually said, yes, <laughs> it was all in the DMs. And that it would change my belief forever. And the one thing that I'll say in this work is that you could be in this work for three, four or five years plus, And you're going to continually have those aha moments where you're like, oh, I really don't need to do that. It gets to be more simple. It gets to be more fun. And so my real intention with this, my mission, why it's so fueled about sales is it was never really about sales for me. It was more about how I could be more comfortable with selling and more confident in my own services and more trusting of my own word and how I deliver this message and trusting that I know what to do 
Because ultimately, the best way to grow your business is to listen to your intuition. And that, that might sound so campy <laughs> and so flowery, but it ultimately is the biggest thing. I'm all for business mentorship. I'm all for investing in your growth. I'm all for putting, like doing the work, right? Like getting your hands in it and getting the experience because that is the best teacher. The, some of the like lowest income months I've ever had have been my best teachers than some of my highest income months or income weeks, if that. And what I say to you within this is that it's really about cultivating this unshakable, unwavering sense of self-trust in that you are going to know what's best for your business because you are also what knows best for yourself. So when we think about it in that perspective, right? It's about how can you deepen your level of self-trust? So for me, sales and energetics really is about you growing your business you in the way that you desire and the business that you desire in the way that you desire because it's in full alignment to you. So, uh, you know, I, I could be a manifestation coach, uh, a life coach, an alignment coach, a marketing coach. I'm all the things. But what I really drive home is the fact that you can do and grow your business and sell your services and market yourself in a way that feels not only really good, like you don't have to do anything pushy or sleazy or icky to you, but also enables you to trust yourself deeper. And so this is what I really impart to you as like the biggest lesson I have ever learned is there is no right or wrong way. There is literally no right or wrong way. It is the way that is right for you. And I don't believe in the narrative that there is only one way to do things because if you get really honest with it, there are thousands of people, so many people that do things differently and have success. And it's not to look at a certain way because what tends to happen is we look at someone who's making more money than us, who seems happier than us, who has faster launches than us. And we think they're doing something right. I'm doing something wrong. And when we can hold the space for duality, it no longer becomes an us versus them narrative. It's like, do I actually want that? And do I want the way in which they're doing that? Okay, that makes sense. I, I, I want to have some introspection around that of like what I am I that like if I'm feeling activated by this person, what am I doing that I actually don't want to do? <laughs> or what am I doing that I actually really desire to be doing instead? Like it's an idea for introspection as opposed to, oh, now I got to compare. Now I'm wrong. Now I'm doing something wrong. And when I think about investing, the way I think about it is that I will invest to be in the energy and to be in the experience of someone who has what I desire. For example, I want to grow a second business. I want to have a digital shop. I want to have different templates available. I want to do other things. I'm very multi-passionate, <laughs> but I'm going to want to work with someone who can support that and who has had that business model, who can support me in that. And also I'm not going to give the power to them to be like the thing that shows me how to do everything or the thing to be the way in which I have to do it. The power is always going to come back to me. And the power is always going to come back to you. It's not about giving your power to your mentor or to what you see in the space or to what someone else says. It's about how can you deepen the level of self-trust for yourself? And, you know, again, like coaching isn't a need. Coaching is a desire. You desire to be supported. You desire to receive support in this area. It's never about you have to have this or you will not be successful. And I think that's absolute bullshit <laughs> and something to be said because so many people are coming into the space with so many different expectations. And I really just want to have a real conversation with you about that. So I initially started this journey as a life coach. I had no intention of starting a business whatsoever. I was working in an agency. I had a background in marketing. I was I was content with being that corporate bad bitch. I was like, all right, I'm going to grow as a person. I'm going to support everyone else. And I had a lot of friends at the time who had their own businesses who were you know, doing things in branding, doing things in social media. And it interested me, but I was like, I don't 
that's not really like that. what lights me up. What lights me up is these kind of conversations. And so I started getting into life coaching, looking up online. Like, honestly, I was, I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast uh, from a life coach. I can't remember the title of the name, but what I do remember, I'll put in the description. But I remember listening to this podcast and I was like, wow, someone's actually a life coach. Wow, like this is actually a thing. Like, wow, this is literally what I want to do. I desire to do this how the hell do I do this? And I remember researching and I was like, is this a scam? Like, what is this? Like, you know, I had never got into the space for the money or for accolades or for doing anything other than the fact that I genuinely wanted to be a coach. And I remember I was at this point in my life where I had finished school. I was, uh, had my bachelor's in comparative media studies and I was paying off student loans and I was working at Subway. And I was, I was really unhappy at that point. And I was like, you know, I just, I, I didn't know quite what I wanted to do. I wanted to be marketing. I wanted to have a TikTok. I wanted to do these things. And I was like, I don't know what I really want to do, but I know I want to follow marketing. So I, I allowed myself to be led through marketing. And so I did that and it opened up a new space for me where I was like, I'm starting to manifest everything. I'm getting my, you know, my marketing to, not degree, <laughs> my marketing job, my career that I'm really excited about. And so I was working with an agency. I manifested a relationship. I was just in this energy of manifestation. I was like, you know what? I want to talk about this more. And I made a TikTok and I was like, I'm going to manifest getting even bigger. And so I, you know, I got up to a point of around 30 to 40,000 followers. And I was like, wow, like, oh my God, life is really turning and going for me. And I decided it to be that way because I had gone through a lot of different things and we could go all the different ways <laughs> about my backstory, right? But the idea being that, what I had gone through, I had really come out of and I was happy with my life and I was genuinely so freaking happy, the happiest I'd ever felt. And I was like, I want to spread this feeling all over. I want everyone to experience this. I want everyone to create their dream life. I want to freaking do this. And so I just, I, I led, I let that lead me. And I was like, okay, life coaching. All right, cool. I'm going to get certified in this because I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I want to be regulated. I want to have all the things. And, you know, I invested, I think around 2000 at that point, it was either 1500 or 2000, which was so scary. I'd never place that amount of money in anything before my own money. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to be committed. And I did the classes. I did the courses. I got certified. And I was like, wow, I'm a life coach. And I didn't want to take it any further. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to have a business or anything. I'm chilling. I'm working in an agency. And then it was during the pandemic. And I actually got let go from what I thought was safety and security in a job. And so I was at this point, I had amassed some savings. I was, you know, out on my own. I had manifested an apartment and I was like, wow, oh my God. Like, I, I think this is it. I put a giant amethyst on my forehead and I was like, I'm feeling the nudge <laughs> to go for my business. I am so scared. I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. I don't really know like anything about this, like, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to move forward with it. And since then, I've had a variety of pivots in my business. I initially started with more website design. I use my marketing experience and like design experience. And so I've made many iterations in my business, but ultimately the thing that I, I want to impart with you within this story is to listen to your little nudges. When I think, and I look back at all the times in which I had that maybe weren't the happiest in my life, or maybe were a different season of my life. And I look at the outcome of it. It's always come from me trusting what is going to come next. Even if I have no freaking clue, it is literally starting before you're ready. This podcast, I'm starting before I am ready. My TikTok, I'm starting before I'm ready. And you know what? Soon enough, I'm going to have my other business. And eventually I'm going to look back and be like, wow, I'm really happy I started. And I've been saying I've wanted a podcast for maybe two years now. <laughs> and something in me just shifted. And I literally put together a podcast in a week. No launch, no fancy equipment, just moving. Because I have a message and I have a voice that I want to share. And this is literally 
one of the biggest lessons you can learn is that if you have something you desire to do, follow and trust that. Even if you're not ready, even if you are not entirely sure what this looks like, I've always either gotten support or done the work to be like, okay, what do I actually want to do? Like, what do I actually want to learn? What do I want to integrate? What do I want to embody more of? And I follow that. And it's really important that this is coming from an intention of clean energy and a clean desire being that you want this for you. You don't want this for your ego. You don't want this for accolades. You don't want this for accomplishment or sense of validation from others. It's coming from a, I want to do this because I want to do this. And this is what lights me up. And you follow that and you move with that and you lead with that. And it just builds the momentum from there. You're going to find that the areas of least resistance are going to procure the areas of fastest excitement and accomplishment for you. I'm not saying necessarily that like you have to sell a certain thing to make more sales or any like any thought pattern like that. But what I am saying is that if you're noticing resistance, get curious about that, explore that and allow yourself to go into the path of what you actually want to do from that clean desire. Even if it's scary, even if it's like, oh my God, how do I even do this? And I'm going to argue that you have that within you because you've also started your business. And we can talk all about beliefs <laughs> within that. And I know that's going to be another podcast episode, but the idea being that you get to start before you're ready. And that's essentially what I did. And I made my first investments. You know, I've made multiple investments. I have invested, I, I think at this point, well over 80,000 into my business and probably even more <laughs> since you're hearing this podcast. But the idea being that I, I always move and I've always been committed and I've always been deeply invested in my own personal growth. And that's where this has really come from was at a certain point in my business, I always thought that there had to be one strategy. I always thought there was like an elusive, secret, sexy, seductive strategy that was going to get me to my goals and my desires. And that was not true. <laughs> what that was, was procrastination. That was me looking at something else and giving my power away to the strategy or the way to do things or the framework as opposed to me doing the thing. And so it's not to like, again, bash on anyone's framework or anything like that. It's just that when you give your power to an investment or to a course or to a mentor, what you're doing is you're not allowing yourself to tap into your own inner voice. And I think something that's really powerful is you can learn things, right? Like obviously I, when I first started, I didn't have any sense of a strategy. Like I had my marketing background and how to market. And I was really great at doing campaigns, but selling coaching services was different to me. I had never really sold anything service related. I was used to products. I was used to um, campaigns with music. Like it was very different as opposed to what I was actually selling. So I was like, hmm, how do I actually sell? How do I build a brand? Like those different things were elusive to me. But then I started implementing that. I started learning more and more. But the turning point for me here is you like, if you're in that phase where you're like learning and you're and you're integrating and your brain is like a sponge, be really like discerning of what you want to actually do. And again, looking at the people that you want to work with as like the, the main thing that I, I would ask and check in with you is, is the way that they're doing things the way that you actually want to do things. For example, if you're someone who's very flowy and intuitive and you know, you, you're not someone who's like really big on structure, you're likely going to have some time adjusting if you're investing in things that are more structure and masculine focused. And again, it's not to say that it's right or bad or wrong or good or anything like that, right? It's that in this season of life, you're looking for more support. And that might be masculine structure, but maybe it's something that's going to support you to be more flowy. And maybe that's more intuitive strategy, right? It's like, there's so many ways and, and not to get overwhelmed with that, right? But it's like, you get to have the discernment. Like at this point, I've, I have so many courses. I have so many mentors. Like I like all the different things. 
But what I have learned in this point and thus far is I get to learn and decide and take what resonates, take what doesn't. And like, I've learned and integrated so many different things. And what has really helped me throughout the way has been, okay, what is actually going to work for me? And what do I enjoy? And what do I like? And specifically, what feeling does it give me? If it's overwhelm, if it's complication, like that's just not something that's going to work well for me. And it doesn't mean anything about them. It doesn't mean anything about me. It's just, that's not what's working for me. So let me find something that is. And I can take and apply what I really enjoyed about that, but I don't have to use that as like my be all end all strategy, right? Because what happens is if we place that much power on the strategy and we're doing the strategy and we're doing it digitally, we're doing all the things, we start to feel like, mm -hmm. well, if it's not working fast enough, I'm doing it wrong. I have to go learn something else now. I have to do this even more. I have to do even more. And it's like, where can we zoom out, take some responsibility also for, what the results we're having and receiving and generating is like, where can we zoom out and be like, okay, I don't like how this is going. I want to shift this because one of the things that I wasn't quite privy to <laughs> when I started my business is that a lot of business and growing a business is problem solving and specifically getting creative about either the problems you're having. So for example, regulating in the silence, it was something that really used to throw me off. And I immediately want to go and do more legion or do more engagement or do other things. And it's like, I'm clearly doing something wrong. Let me do something else. Let me do something more. And it's like, when we take a step back and realize, okay, like, why is this actually happening? What is this actually like, does this mean anything about us? Um, does this mean anything about me? I could then do the emotional intelligence work to be like, okay, it's not the strategy. It's not this. I I can hold this. I can hold this discomfort. And oftentimes, like I look at different seasons in my life and in business, and it's so funny because I've had times where it's like, it's been the most silent, but when I attract inquiries, they're ready to go. And I've had other times where it's like, I'm getting a lot of people back to back to back, but then no one's really signing. So it's like, there's been different seasons. There's been different areas of my life and business that have you know, intertwined. And then it's like looking at, okay, well, what is actually happening? And is this really a problem? And then going into a problem solving mode, it's like, what can I amplify? What can I do more? How can I take solutions based off of a place of it is working instead of it is not? So that's like the biggest thing is learning how to regulate my emotions, learning how to discern my strategy is how I've been able to grow my business. And honestly, it comes from that willingness to take that messy action. And again, it sounds so <laughs> fluffy, but it's so true, right? Like, so much of what we do, we're learning on the job, right? We're learning on the go. And it's different because as you're growing your business, it we have that sometimes that pressure of like the income and you know the business and all the different things. Like I get that deeply because I started my business with no backup plan, with no like, like what's the word? Um, an amount of savings saved up from business. Like I didn't have a plan to start business. I was learning as I went and I was doing what was working best for me. And sometimes that worked really well. And sometimes that was like, ooh, I don't want to do that ever again. Or I can't tell really why this isn't working. And so it's like, it takes those questions. And I, what I really love is higher self-coaching. <laughs> is self-coaching essentially was where you're asking yourself these questions to get an answer. And then also looking at specifically, what is your next step? Right. So like you can assess all of the different times and all the different things that are coming up for you and why that happened and, and staying really in it. But the best best thing that can I, I can really impart with you within this is take the messy action anyway as the person you want to become. There have been many times where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to sell one on one. And it's like, oh, I had all the stories and the drama about one on one and selling one on one and selling high ticket. And it's like, okay, but my next level self, she sells high ticket and she doesn't make it a big deal if no one inquires in the first week. Like I remember literally selling one-on-one and feeling like a fraud if no one bought the first day. Like that's an immense amount of expectation and pressure for I think my second time launching, quote unquote, launching one-on-one. And now it's like, okay, I know like sometimes I sell out one-on-one -on -one in a week. Sometimes it takes a little longer than that. And I can look back and zoom out and be like, okay, what are my beliefs behind this? What is my energy behind this? Like, what am I actually doing in my day-to-day? 
And like, what have I shifted? Has my sales strategy shifted? Have I given it enough time? Like, where am I placing really heavy expectation and pressure on myself? It's like looking out and zooming out is going to be the best way for you to quote unquote, get to the next level. And so that brings me to my next point is the hierarchies, right? And so there is no hierarchy in this space. No one is better than you. No one is underneath you. No one is anything to you, right? And, And what I mean by that is just because someone's making more doesn't mean that you are now only going to make less or that you can't make more or that they're better than you or that you're doing something wrong. And it's like one of the biggest things that I've learned is to stop over consuming so much and comparing because when you're putting yourself in this energy of comparison, what's really happening is you're giving your power to the other person. And I think there's something beautiful in that when you see someone and you're like, wow, they have this, they have this, they have this, and they have what you desire. And there's something really powerful in being able to say, okay, that's proof it's possible for me. And you don't make it mean something where it means that you're lacking in some way. And one of the, like, (laughs) it's like a, a funny little quote, but it's like, you know, roses and stars are both beautiful, right? But they don't look the same. And it's very similar to that where it's like everyone has their unique energetic blueprint is what I call it, is your energy, specifically like your energy, your intention, the way that you show up, the way that you do things, and then your actual energetic capacity for how you do things. And everyone's going to have a different like blueprint for that because you don't have the same energy as someone else, the same beliefs, the same background, the same experiences, which is why I always say don't look at others for pricing, but (laughs) it's essentially the way in which you do things and how you operate and the way that you think is so unique and so special and no one is going to have the exact same way as you to do things, to operate things, to, you know, say things. It's, it's always going to land differently for people. And so my biggest thing is that your best, your best asset is yourself. The way in which you treat yourself is so important. And so the next thing that kind of comes through is this is all ultimately a journey of self-love and self-trust. When you love yourself with full compassion and giving yourself grace and giving yourself the time to really adjust to learning curves, you give yourself the the loving compassion that is needed when you are going through some hardship and hard seasons inside of business. And also you hold yourself to a different standard. And I think about this in the sense where we can talk about this in, in health related because I'm really, <laughs> I'm really focused on enhancing my health, right? Like I'm really taking my health as a priority and focusing my health as a goal of mine has been to eat healthier and like generally feel better about the food that I'm having throughout the day. And so quote unquote, like I always say, like, you're always going to want to do things that you love. You're always going to want to do things that you desire. Sometimes I desire a cup of noodles, <laughs> right? And so I know that my health goals, it's like, ooh, I want to watch my sodium because I look at my family history and sodium isn't really good for me. So it's like, where can I look at that desire and then give myself, cut myself some slack, right? So it's like, some days I might have the cup of noodle and then other days out of the intention of love, I'm going to opt for something else instead. It's not that I'm depriving myself of something or I don't love myself if I do or don't do something. It's the energetic intention that you have when you do or don't do something. Same thing with going to the gym, right? So it's like, you can go to the gym consistently. You can go every single morning. And then one morning you're like, oh, I'm so sore. I really don't want to go today. It's like, what's the energy and intention behind what you do? If you tell yourself, okay, I'm just not going to go, but then the whole time you're berating yourself, like that's not coming from a place and lens of love. It's coming from shame or judgment or criticism, which again, no shame or judgment in that at all. This is all learning journey. But if you're holding yourself through, then you're like, you know what? I love myself. I'm going to let myself rest. I'm going to let myself take the day off and you know do what I need to. You're allowing yourself to listen to your body, which allows you to build up more self-trust, which allows you to build up more self-love because every action you're taking is from a place of love for yourself, which it sounds so interesting to say because typically, like at least for me, 
when I think about business, I think the first thing that comes to mind for everyone is like strategic, masculine, very goal-focused, oriented, like content strategies and plans and all, all the different things and the timelines. And then what I've really started to integrate is this embodiment of both energy, right? It is about the doing and the receiving and the doing and the being. And for so long, I struggled with the being. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do the things. I'll show up. I'll learn. I'll integrate. But embodiment is where I had the hardest time. And so the next part of this, right, is embodiment, being and doing exactly what you say you'll be doing and being. And for the longest time, I had imposter syndrome around this, right? And so I tied up a lot of my own self-worth into results and into what I did and, and, and how I grew my business, like all those different things. And I constantly wondered if I was getting it right or wrong because I, I was constantly feeling like I was doing right or wrong. And I wasn't focused on being present and intentional with how I was actually operating inside of my business and what I was doing in my day-to-day life. Like I made my business my everything instead of my extension. And this obviously can go into burnout and go into all the things, but my biggest intention for you is that when you think of embodiment, it really is about your ability to integrate into your life what you say you do. So for example, there was a period of my life where I was supporting my clients and they were seeing incredible results. And I always felt like I was struggling to implement my own results and get into my own like my own energy and my own things. And it was like, okay, how do I be actually be my own best client? And when I started to do those things, it was like, whoa, <laughs> I could actually embody and practice what I was preaching. And it didn't become this weird thing where it was like, my clients would do this. And I, you know, I would get support to do the same things. It was like, okay, how can I actually embody and, and take what I actually do, which is uncomfortable work. And when you think about it, and whether it's strategy, whether it's energetics, whether it's money, whatever it is, when you're doing your own level of work, you're allowing yourself to tap into your own inner genius. And sometimes it your own inner critic, because you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, I can improve it this way, or I could do it this way. You know, you think about all the things you could be doing and all the ways in which you could shift the feelings. Um, but when you really allow yourself to do the things that are your own frameworks, that's how you create your own frameworks, honestly. Um, you don't, focus on what other people are doing so much and you focus more on like what is actually going to enhance you and you start to zoom out and think of okay wow like knowing what I know and knowing how I know it I can have this into my experience I become my own best client and also I have a new level of awareness for what it's like when I I instruct my own clients and when I support my own clients and when when I do these things I want to say these things and I have a new level of awareness of like what's actually coming through for them and I can hold them in that discomfort and I know actually how to lead them through it and you become your own transformation and so so much of the coaching industry especially right especially in service providers in general but so much of what we're coaching and mentoring and teaching and strategizing on is from experience and so when it comes to like the variations of imposter syndrome or in embodiment when you start to embody this more does not mean you're perfect. Okay, that's what I want to clarify. But when you embody this more, the imposter syndrome lessens. And in my case, it really did. Especially when, you know, we talk about like, again, it's not perfection. It is the integration and the embodiment. Sometimes I have bad mindset days. Sometimes I'm mean to myself. Sometimes I have the days where I get on myself for whatever, whatever happens. <laughs> and the thing about me now is I shift very quickly. Like there was a time in business where I would launch and by day three, I was like, no one signed. I'm a failure, all the things I want to give up. And I would see my story views go down and I'd be like, that's it. I'm done selling for the day. And then the next day, the story views would go up and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm back to selling. Like it was just like a roller coaster of emotions. And now it's like, okay, I noticed something, boom, I'm on to the next. Like I'm moving. I'm not focusing on it. I'm not fixating on it. It's, it's you're continually moving. And so this is one of the biggest things that has allowed me to grow my business a lot quicker 
and a lot faster is the less overthinking and over hesitating and second guessing and, and going back and forth and back and forth. It's just that continual forward movement that has allowed me to grow my business. And there's been many iterations in my life where it's like, sometimes I'm just like on it, you know, you're sharing the stories, you're doing the things, you're doing all the different things, you're selling, you're marketing, you're supporting the clients. And then there's other seasons where it's like the doubt or going through grief or going through sadness, or whatever it is. And it's not easily as shifted and that's okay. It's like making space for your human and knowing that you're a human running a business and also knowing when you are the CEO. And so this separation has really been key in me acknowledging and understanding like I get to have my feelings and I get to do the things and I, I get to feel how I feel. And also I don't need to use business as a source of validation for how I feel. And so I can work on that. I can heal that. And then I can also grow my business at the same time. And so there's also this pressure that I want to address in being and always like evolving with growth, right? In this industry, one of the main things that I love is it's so much about your own inner growth. And this is why I say your inner growth equals to your own business expansion, because it's so true. How could it not? When you grow and you set your boundaries and you uphold your boundaries and you speak with more confidence and you have more certainty in yourself and you're not seeking validation from the outside world, how could your business not thrive off of that? Because the boundaries you set in sales conversations, the communication you have with clients, the certainty and conviction in your marketing, it all enhances, it grows with you. Now, that doesn't mean that growth is like the requirement, <laughs> as in like, you're constantly growing and evolving and growing and evolving as like you have to do it from this this lack, right? Like you are not enough as you are. That's not it at all. It's knowing you are inherently worthy as you are. Like you right now, as you are, are the living, breathing embodiment and testament to what you do. And that is more than enough to sign clients. And that is more than enough to make sales. I always say this to my clients is that you are literally the embodiment of everything that your clients are looking for right now. And it does not matter if you do something else tomorrow, you invest, you grow your business in by doing a launch or having a sale or a promo or you enhance your skill sets or you do something else it does not matter you as you are right now are more than enough and so when you can enhance and specifically see that you are inherently worthy you start to do things from a different place from a different perspective and this allows your business to grow and thrive with you because you're not seeing your business growth as something that is going to happen inevitably because of the business growth. Like it's going to stretch you. For example, raising your price point, it tends to be something personal. It tends to bring up a lot of worthiness issues. It tends to bring up a lot of validation and worried about what other people are thinking. Like it's a whole thing, right? At the end of the day in the business, it's your pricing. That's it. It is the rates that you are charging for a service. But why does it like become so emotional? Why does it become so activating? Because it is personal and because we're attached to it. And so the work that you do when you're human in detaching from your pricing and uh, releasing the emotions out of it, you it makes you more, what's the word? It makes you more prepared for business in that sense where it's like business does tend to be less emotional and more just by the book. And here's the interesting part is I work and I am, <laughs> I work with a lot of heart-centered entrepreneurs who care so much, who love what they do, who are attached to what they do, because that is literally what we do. We are coaches. We are service providers. We love what we do with a passion. This is our mission. This is the impact we want to create. This is our services we create from our heart. We sell from our heart. So it makes sense that it would feel like a lot of rejection or a lot of pain when we're not picked or when we're not or what you know chosen like when we're rejected and it's a lot of emotions that go into it and so the biggest thing that's so interesting about our industry in particular is it is emotional and typically business is always seen as non-emotional it's strategic it's doing this action and taking place and, and moving forward without emotion attached to it and so the biggest thing that I've learned 
in this area is emotional intelligence, is being able to remove my worth and my validation and what I know to be true outside of whether someone buys or whether my pre-sale fills up or whether I fill out one-on-one in a week or whatever that I'm placing as like my big goal or my desire. And it doesn't mean anything about me. And so when we can zoom out and not make everything mean everything about us, we will have a business that grows because we're continually working on our own inner expansion. So that's the vibe. (laughs) I've shared a lot of information, a lot of different parts of my story and a lot of different things here, but I, I really want you to integrate and take in these lessons. Like I speak the truth now saying that it does not mean that that is the ultimate truth for you to take it means take what resonates and leave what doesn't but hear me when I say this I have been in this business for a long time and I'm going to be in this business for a long time and I can tell you all the different things the biggest thing being of course use discernment and take what resonates and leave what doesn't but also in that you don't have to do things in a certain way in order to see success. What does matter is that the way in which you're growing your business and the way in which you do things in business, the way in which you operate business and sales and marketing, all the things, it feels good to you. And I mean that from like a genuine place of like, it's got to feel good, right? If you want a sustainable business model, if you want a thriving business model, it has to feel good in order for you to continue to do those things without resistance. When we think about things that have slowed us down, in launching, in marketing and selling. It's been areas of resistance. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I'm worried about how people are going to perceive it. There's resistance to the thing, which is creating us like a slow down because of the overthinking or the second guessing or the hesitating, right? So when we can focus on deepening who we are as a person and releasing the pressure and releasing the worthiness and releasing the validation, we can operate our business from such a cleaner energy and people can feel that energy. And so again, I talk so much about the sales and the energetics because this is really it. Like this is it. Like if I had to say something, this was it. (laughs) I want people to know this. I want people to integrate this. I want people to be aware of this because this isn't something that people really talk about inside of business. And you'll often hear, right? It's like people will look back and be like, wow, like I wish I enjoyed it a little bit more. or I wish I enjoyed the season of life more, the season of business more. And and we have to be so careful not to put business as our absolute everything, as in like, this is the all or nothing, because that creates so much pressure. And also it's not our entire lives. And so many business owners create a business to experience and feel freedom. And this ends up being the most limiting thing that they've ever experienced. The long working hours, the no breaks, the perfectionism, the, I can't leave my desk until I finish this content piece. Like, all the different things. Like I remember there were times where I had vacations (laughs) that I couldn't even enjoy because I was just truly so focused on like making sure my content was ready or, you know, documenting the moment every sec or documenting the moment every second of the vacation. Right. And so the best thing that I can say has happened in my business and in my life is freeing myself from all of this. I do what I do because I love to do will love what I do. And that's my business and that's my passion and that's my mission. And also I'm a human and I enjoy other things and I, I love what I do and I love other things outside of business <laughs> that have nothing to do with business. And that's okay. And that gets to be separate and you get to have that. And so it's like looking at when we talk about sales and energy and specifically like when people talk about sales and money and signing clients, a lot of the times what they're looking for is that level of validation or that level of freedom that now they get to celebrate. Now they get to have the accomplishment or the pride. And the reality is like, I've been in both spectrums where I've had months of no sales and making sales like really big sales, like 10K days, all of that, right? And also I've had the moments where it's like in in between or it's been silent. Like there's been multiple seasons and phases in my business. And the one thing that I can say is that the happiness is going to come from you. 
from the inner work, from you cultivating happiness and not putting happiness in the sale or the celebration when you finally make the sale. The biggest thing that I can think of, and I, I talked about this, I think, earlier at the start of this podcast, is truly being able to integrate the fact that I can be happy because I'm happy as a person. And that makes me a thriving business owner because I'm happy with how I run and operate my business. And there's not like an ego attachment to it of like what I need to be making or whatever else rules there are for happiness or like success. And it really does come down to like your personalized definition of success and freedom. Some people define freedom as being able to work from wherever. For me personally, I don't love the laptop lifestyle. I, it would make me feel insane. I just, that I want to enjoy my time away. And then when I'm on, I'm on, you know, no, no shame, no harm, no foul, but you get to decide what works really well for you and also what creates the most amount of freedom and the most fun and the most success for you. And like, there literally is no right or wrong way to do that. And so when you can step into that fully, when you can activate that into yourself fully, you're not going to rely on the sales or the inquiries or the, the high cash months to be that source for you. And when you cultivate that within, you're unshakable. And this is what I talk about when I talk about like unshakable confidence and unwavering confidence is that because of the work you do on who you are, you can do other things. You can move through other things. You can go through your business faster. You can sell multiple offers. You can launch multiple offers because the pressure of all or nothing is not there because you're zoomed out. You're thinking long-term. You're thinking of the next things that you want to do inside a business. You're thinking of who you are outside of business. Like it, it, it's huge. And this makes the biggest difference. And I would say like the biggest lesson that I have for you in all of this is that your intuition is going to be your guiding compass. And being able to use that discernment, being able to zoom out and being able to like really look at what you want to do your business for and why and not tie up the money and the sales and the clients as the thing, you're going to achieve a new level of happiness and freedom than you ever knew possible, despite what you're making. And I can say this because again, like different seasons of life, <laughs> but the main thing that I, I want to say with this part in particular is that I want you to imagine and really envision you achieving what you've desired, whether that's signing your next one-on-one -on -one client, whether that's you have a, a multi-five-figure launch, whether that's your first six-figure launch, whatever that looks like for you, you have that. What comes next? Tell me. <laughs> the big thing that you'll find when you, when you really think about it, what you have next, you're going to go on with your day. You might have the money, but what are you going to buy in that moment that it's going to make all the difference? Because if you're going to buy a car, for example, you'd have to go, like, do you actually have that plan? Do you have the dealership that you're going to buy it from? Are you buying it from another person? Like, there's still parts to get to that goal. Are you going out for dinner? Okay, cool. Like, you can go out for a fancy dinner. Like, that's fine. But, like, what comes next? You're going back to your everyday life. So, you, it would be in your best interest to ensure that your everyday life is something you enjoy living. Because if you are living moment to moment for the celebration and for the win and for the accolades and for the sales, you're going to find life is not fun. And you're going to find that the only sense of freedom you're going to get is for the sale. And there are some business owners, multimillionaires who do this and who have been in this cycle and chase of onto the next, onto the next, and they go for the next sale and the next win and the next launch. And they feel like an absolute fraud or failure when they don't have that. Instead of having happiness in their life. And I think something that's really important for you, and I really wish more people knew this because I didn't really reckon, I, I learned this very early on in business, but I didn't recognize this until really when I had a $16,000 launch in a week in really two, three days. And I was like, wow, I'm so amazed. And then I just felt shame. And I just felt comparison. I felt spirals of like, wow, it was this easy. Why didn't I do this sooner? Um, what was keeping me from, like, you know, you go into the whole spiral thing 
after celebrating your biggest milestone. And it's sad. It really is. And so it's like, where can you allow yourself to have a life that is happy? (laughs) Again, I don't share this message for like the doom and gloom. Business is so much fun when you allow it to be fun and when you simplify it and when you don't make it your whole freaking life. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I fucking love my business. Like I will show up for it. I will do the things I will market. I will sell. I will do everything. However, I'm going to enjoy my mornings. I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to go for a coffee. I'm going to spend time with my partner. I'm going to cuddle with my cat. Like I'm going to do the things that I enjoy doing in my life because my life is my life. And then my business gets to be what I enjoy doing, not on the side, but like I'm obviously full-time in business, but like I get to enjoy doing it because I get to enjoy doing it because I get to enjoy doing it and I make sales and I make money and I do the things. And it gets to be that instead of I'm only happy when and I'm only happy if. And this is huge. And I, I want... I keep saying this because it's so fucking true. (laughs) I want everyone to know this and everyone to integrate this. Your life matters. And what you do within your life matters because this is your life and you decide how it gets to go and you decide how your business gets to go and your sales gets to go and your marketing gets to go. It does not have to be the be all end all for you. And also you get to enjoy the times in between. So this is what people really mean when they say enjoy the process. They mean enjoy the how and the process in which you are getting to your goal and your results. Because if you don't love the way that you're doing it, you're not going to be happy at the end result and the goal. And I've seen this many times and I've experienced this where you go through the experience of getting the goal, but the way you got to the goal, you're like, ugh, I really don't want to do that again. That could be the burnt out back-to-back launching, the tons and hours that go into legion and engagement. It could be the selling multiple different offers when you only desire to sell one. Like when you're doing it in a way that, isn't the way that you desire, it's not sustainable. It's not something you enjoy doing. It's not fun for you. It's not something that you actually want to do. And so you find yourself in this position where it's like, okay, I got to the goal and it's requiring so much of me to get there. When in reality, if we focus on what it is that you actually want to do, allowing yourself to do it in the simplest path of least resistance for you, you're going to get your goal inevitably and you're going to enjoy it, which means it's going to be faster for you. It's going to be even easier for you. And then it's going to build and it's going to compound and it's going to be easier. And it's like all those different things adding up and you enjoy yourself in the moment in all parts. This is huge. Like this, this is it. This is the lesson I want you to integrate and really take in with you. And let it land, right? Like re-listen to this part over and over is that you get to decide your life and your business. And if you truly want freedom, you truly want wealth, this is where to start looking at. Where are you putting, you know, accolades and accomplishments and pride and success and celebration outside of you? Because when you look at it in your next goal, the thing that I'm most proud of myself for, and my clients can say this for themselves as well, is they are proud of who they became to hit the goal, not hitting the goal. It wasn't the fact they had their first 10K cash month. It was the fact that they really focused and prioritized their mindset, enjoying their life, setting boundaries, being able to sell offers they loved while they got there. It wasn't the fact that they signed their first $10,000 client. It was the fact that they held their power in the silence, that they kept going after being rejected, that they really showed up and sold with such honest marketing And they're proud of who they are and they're proud of their accomplishments and they're proud of what they've done, but it's because of who they've become. This is so huge. And uh, this is what I say and I preach. And this is the work we cover inside of one-on-one is because it's so much more about your inner expansion because it would be inevitable your business would grow. You know, based off of what I've said said and shared before, right? It's, It's like you can focus on who you are 
because that's where the happiness is going to come from. And it, it takes work. <laughs> it takes commitment. Effortlessness takes commitment in the sense where it's you're committed to letting it be easy. You're committed to letting it be simple. You're committed to letting it be seamless by removing what's complicating, which often ends up being the second guessing, the hesitating, the overdoing it on the strategy. It's like we start from within and everything else adds up everything else shifts. Hi, did you like this episode? If so, I have a surprise just for you. I recorded a private module all about selling with certainty. This is gonna teach you how to up your sales game. and I'm gonna link the description in the show notes, but if you want to grab this module, all you need to do is take a screenshot of the podcast episode, share it to your Insta stories and tag me at coaching with Lexi and I'll send you the link entirely for free. Okay, I'll let you get to the next episode.